Hello and welcome to the Southeast Iowa Union Newsbreak. I'm your host, Nick Steffens. And no, I did not wear the same clothes two days in a row. This is actually a pre-recorded episode um, being recorded on October 6th and airing October 7th. I'm out of the office uh, today when this is airing. So getting into today's top stories, a second homeless forum in Washington the night of October 3rd brought a smaller crowd and shorter discussion than the similar event held the afternoon of August 22nd. The event was intended to draw members of the public who could not make the August meeting due to work obligations. Overall, the evening went at the UP, the evening event at the UP church focused on the numerous causes for homelessness, which experts say has grown in Washington since 2016. Some points of discussion were echoed from August from the August forum. Advocates say mental health problems are the main issue for many homeless people as they struggle to remain in the workforce. Virtually all speakers agreed the mental health workers weren't paid enough and that state support for mental health was too low. Steve Gull, a member of the Washington City Council who has been vocal about homelessness in Washington, spoke at the meeting and he said he blamed the Lighthouse Center for disruptive incidences attributed to homeless people in town. You have clients that from 8 to 4, you're not letting them in the shelter, Gold said. You're turning them into wa onto Washington. You're making the citizens of Washington your babysitter is the way I feel about it. I've had people in my ward. I've had other people complain because they like to go panhandling in front of their stores. Darren Brown, the director of tribulation in Trust Ministry, which operates the Lighthouse Center, said he disagreed with Gold's premise. I'm not babysitting people, they're human beings, they have rights, they're citizens, and they're adults, Brown said. If they want to go somewhere, I can't keep them from going anywhere. I can't keep them from panhandling. I try to, they panhandle me. Brown said the center had neither the funds for daytime staff nor the rehabilitative programming in place to keep the center open during the day. While many in the community have voiced problems, solutions remain difficult. As they did after the last form, Brown said the issue stemmed from a culture problem linked to lack of volunteerism. Galt said the shelter should consider a day labor program. Washington County Public Health Director Emily Talkheim said leaders involved in the forums, both through government offices and organizations, would continue looking for ways to address homelessness. The Okie Dokie Brothers, a band playing family-oriented music with bluegrass roots, are scheduled to perform in Washington Sunday, October 9th, as part of the Performing Arts Series. Performing Arts Center Committee member Jan Gallagher said the tickets would be free for kindergarten through 12th grade students. The band is acclaimed four-time Grammy winner and five-time Parent Choice Award winner, according to a news release from the Washington Area Performing Arts and Events Center and the Washington Center Association. The performance is scheduled for 3 p.m. Sunday at the high school auditorium. Tickets are $20 for adults, $10 for college students, and free for K-12 students. Uh, before the show aired, I also got an email from Pause and More about a uh, situation that they found themselves in. They're about to take in uh, several, several cats from uh, a home where the person was a hoarder. And so the next 20 cats, they are waiving the adoption fees. Uh, so go down to, to pause and more and, and pick up a cat. Uh, at this point, we'd usually do obituaries, but since this episode is pre-recorded, I do not have those obituaries. Uh, so we're going to head to a quick break and we come back, we will have a football preview and the weather. Federation Bank is a locally owned bank providing award-winning customer service. We believe that we are more than just a federation of banks, but a federation of communities serving Brighton, Richland, Wellman, and Washington, Iowa. Federation Bank's highly skilled staff is here to make sure you are able to accomplish your personal and professional goals, whatever they may be. Federation Bank, your family bank.
Since 1905, Kelowna Cooperative Technology Company has helped our community stay connected with the latest advancements in clear, dependable telecommunications services. KCTC provides rural Iowans with access to high-speed fiber internet, as well as phone, television, computer repair, and cybersecurity solutions. We're also proud supporters of local organizations and area schools within the community. KCTC, keeping Kelowna connected. Hello and welcome back to the Southeast Iowa Union News Break. We're going to take a look at the upcoming game between the Washington Demons and Keokuk Chiefs. But before that, here is the weather. The weather is brought to you by Jacqueline Ariola LLC. Come visit Jackie in her new location downtown. She is ready to serve Washington and the surrounding community. Fall weather is in full swing today with partly cloudy skies and a high of only 55 and a low of 30. Looking at the weekend, it, Saturday will be beautiful, 62 degrees with sunny skies. Sunday temperatures will get back up to 70 degrees with mostly sunny skies. And then finally, uh, we're going to start our work week with partly cloudy skies and a high of 71 on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we'll be partly cloudy with a high of 74 with a low of 54. That was the weather. It is now time for sports. Sports. Brought to you by Fairway. It's make or break for Washington football this week with just two games to go in the Class 3A District 5 play. A win could keep Washington alive or at least help the cause as the postseason draws near. The Demons, who are 2-4 and four on the year, will take on the Chiefs of Keokuk, who are also 2-4 and four on the year, for sole position of the four spot in the district. After a 2-0 start to the season, the Demons haven't gotten a win, falling in four straight to Claire Grigamana for Madison Grinnell and then Solon. The Demons come into the matchup against the Chiefs off a 44-0 loss to the Spartans of Solon. Ethan Patterson will be under center for the Demons once again. Patterson has thrown for 385 yards and four touchdowns. On the ground, Patterson has 257 yards and one touchdown on 64 carries. That line is second best on the team. In the backfield, Taven Stewart is the leading rusher. Stewart has 64 carries on the season for 497 yards and eight touchdowns. Jude Brown has done some rushing work for Washington as well, tallying 136 yards and two touchdowns. Brown leads Washington in receptions and receiving yards as well. He has 166 yards and one touchdown on 10 catches. Evan Vandermolen follows with eight catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. James Strabula has 51 total tackles for the Demons. Casey Evans follows with 43 total tackles. And Deshaun Westfall-Edwards has 32 and a half. Kicka comes into the matchup on a two-game slide. The Chiefs were defeated by Fairfield and Grinnell. Chiefs quarterback Brenton Horde has 814 yards on the year with nine touchdowns. Horde also has 190 rushing yards and three touchdowns to go with his passing. His yardage on the ground is a team second best. Malachi Douglas leads the Keokuk ground attack with 395 yards and two touchdowns. Diego Garcia has accumulated 30 total receptions for the Chiefs. He has 500 yards and seven touchdowns. Drew Campbell and Emerson Glasgow both have nine catches apiece for 142 and 101 yards, respectively. And on the defensive end, Liam O'Donnell has 55 and a half total tackles, followed by Aiden Durr with 31. Friday night's game is set to begin at 7.30 p.m. at Keokuk's Calvert Stadium. That's for the news for Washington, Iowa t today. I've been your host, Nick Steffens. This is the Southeast Iowa Union News Break, and I will see you next time.